1: Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations just
3: friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks?
0: And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master.
4: And welcome. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, and I'm in the Turks and Caicos right now uh actually i'm preparing to board the boat you'll hear all about it next week on the big shows we broadcast uh you know from the boat during the week and play it back next saturday you're going to want to uh listen in for that because we're gonna we got a lot of stuff to cover we got three new people that have never been to the turks and caicos we're going to cover their journey and of course we'll have our typical scuba radio chaos that we throw into the mix. That's next week. However, this week we got a special edition of the biggest show, and we're going to kick it off with a very good paperback friend of mine. Yeah. Right. yeah, he also back is a paperback right. writer and hard hard copy uh, writer as well.
5: Eric Douglas with us. Eric, how you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? Great to talk to you, Greg. Uh, I, I'm envious. I'm not joining you on board the Turks and Chaos. I mean Turks and Caicos. Both. That's
4: right, Turks and Chaos. That's one of uh, one of Eric's books, by the way that uh scuba radio is featured uh, predominantly in actually I, it was probably about 10 years ago we were on the boat eric was planning to come on the uh, trip with us and uh, the whole idea was he was going to come on and watch the chaos that we create <laughs> on board and uh and and meet some of the people that join us and and write them into a novel idea that he had and uh and right before the trip happened he had to cancel he couldn't go and so
5: he uh, that's chaos, at that example, right? Yeah, there. Well, exactly.
4: <laughs> the chaos ensued even before we boarded the the boat. And so he said, well, I'll tell you what, Greg, I can't come. Something came up. But uh, when you're on board, take notes, uh, talk to everybody. And then when you uh, you know get off the trip after a week with Explorer Ventures and the Turks and Caicos, we'll have a little debrief. And you tell me what you learned about each person on board. And I'll write them into the book. And that's uh, how Turks and Chaos was born, the book. And it is a quite it's quite an entertaining read. And uh, the, the <laughs> best part, it's a fun little story. It's a great story. We even incorporated the fact that Casey the tobacco nut is a snorer,
5: <laughs> and, among many and other I things. I don't think he's forgiven me yet for that. Well,
4: that very well may be the case. But uh, but still, its uh, it's been written down, so it'll live on in infamy. <laughs> and it's just one of the small little uh, nuggets of uh, realism that eric uh, injects into his novels uh, concerning the lead character mike scott and uh you know so i figured this would be a great time to bring eric back on get an update how things are going on are you on strike like all the rest of hollywood right now or what what are you doing
5: I am writing for me, Greg. Uh, I am writing for what will be a story. I'm not, but uh, I promise you, I swear, I will not cross the picket line. And uh, uh, so nothing will go on Netflix until the writer strikes in. All right.
4: Well, Eric Douglas is not a scab, just for the record. (laughs) He's going to stick to his guns. But but you're right. In the last uh, Mike Scott novel that you released was, what, uh, about a year and a half ago, right?
5: Yep. About a year and a half ago, held hostage. It was mostly offshore in Mexico, in the uh, Bay of Campeche and, and that area off the coast of Mexico. But uh, held hostage, search for the June call. They were searching for a, a Spanish shipwreck that had been, uh, that sank 400 years ago. But, uh, but in the process of it, Frankie's, our Mike's uh, significant other, Frankie, had been kidnapped. And, and so he had to go rescue her, too.
4: Right. Yeah, it was a cliffhanger, uh, as they uh, sometimes they happen. That happens with these. Right up uh, to the end. That's right. And, and I don't know, how many of you have, uh, books, again, are with uh, with this series that you
5: have? In the Mike Scott series, that was the 11th book. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm estimating, it's just shy, between between the books and some a couple of short stories, I'm estimating probably close to 900,000 words in the Mike Scott um in the Mike Scott world, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's a lot of work. Uh, that, that's a lot of work. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, you know, pushing we're we're pushing up a million words here with this next novel I'm working on right well, now.
4: You know, Eric uh, has been doing this for a while, and you can check out the entire series at uh, booksbyeric.com. We've had him on many times. He's a good friend of Scuba Radio. He's written Scuba Radio into a few of the books already, and uh, as a little added uh, bonus or detriment, depending on your perspective.
5: However we appreciate
4: it. Way. well exactly but uh, we we appreciate it immensely but they're very entertaining books i can't say this enough because whether you're a diver or not it doesn't really matter but if you are a diver and you start reading this mike scott steer, uh, series from eric douglas uh, you're going to be thoroughly entertained because it's accurate from a diving perspective and he's very uh very good at describing some of the best dive destinations in the world from the Cayman Islands to I don't know Cozumel to, you've been all over and, and so you're just mentioning uh finding this next one uh and and how far along are you with this next novel you figure
5: I think i'm i'm probably i'm pushing a quarter of the way into the book I'd okay say. um i'm at chapters Seven. I think I just set, started chapter eight, as All a matter right. of fact. All right. Uh, yeah, but we're we're grinding along. My chapters tend to be short, uh, you yeah, know, fifteen hundred, two thousand words, something like that. So often I'll have forty chapters or so in a book. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I just started chapter eight.
4: Okay, and, and so the goal is to hopefully have something wrapped up by the end of the year, maybe. Is that the end yeah. of the
5: year? is my absolute goal to uh, yeah. have something, you know, time for the, the Christmas holidays? You know, for mm-hmm. you can feature it on your. Uh, uh, Christmas crap extravaganza. Okay, we could do
4: that. Or uh, giving the gift of scuba and scuba related <laughs> products. Or as he mentioned, the scuba radio crap extravaganza. That's a whole nother level. And uh, you're, you're not yeah, that, incorporating scuba radio level of chaos. into this one, uh, I assume. So it, it probably will just make the uh, give the gift of scuba as opposed to the crap extravaganza. Because it's quality work, I tell you. He does uh, f- <laughs> very entertaining stories. So Mike Scott is off to where, then. Can you at least give us that much? Where's sure. this going to be I, you know, based I, out of?
5: I, I I will for the moment uh, most of it. and I think there'll be a little bouncing around in Europe too. But for most of it, it's actually offshore in Florida. It's um, uh. But here's the twist, and I'll I'll give you the the you know as you know I like to work some real things, some real backstory into my stories.
4: Uh huh.
5: Uh, there's been a big explosion just offshore, and Mike Scott has just discovered that there are. There's under there's unexploded bombs off the coast of Florida, uh, including nerve gas. What? And oh, uh, so so that's what that's where we are right now. Mike's just discovered this, along with you know he's he's on a ship. He's not by himself discovering right. this. But uh, uh, but Mike's uh, Mike's just discovered this and and chaos is about to start ensuing
4: okay well as it sometimes do- does when uh you know he gets into these stories he's a it's a he's a photojournalist, uh avid scuba diver and uh, he always gets mixed up in the thick of it and then he finds a way to solve the problems at Indeed. some way all the problems get
5: resolved. My, my wife insists that all of my books get get wrapped up at the end so yeah. you know that my, <laughs> she well, hates books that that. Leave too many things dangling at the end of a book. Well, you know,
4: he, he puts a little teaser for the next one in there at the end. Oh, absolutely! Has, uh, but 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 uh, but the book is very entertaining. Reads just like a great movie. And God knows Hollywood needs some. Uh, I don't know. They need some something. I the crap that's been coming out of there lately has just been terrible.
5: And that was even before uh, the writers' strike. Come on, people! How many different versions of Batman are we going to be? A, right. A, uh, be I mean, come on. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I a like mess. the story, but I, I'm trying to kind of tired of Batman.
4: Yeah. Well, in the meantime, you got Eric's books to read. So, uh, once again, I give him two fins up. Go check him out, booksbyeric.com. Eric, always a pleasure catching up, my friend.
5: You know, enjoy the trip, and we'll talk soon.
4: Yes, get back to writing that book. I want to take it on my next trip.
5: Crack that with Yes. Coming up next, we're going to check
4: in with Jerry Beatty, who happens to be diving on the island of Yap. That's next on the world's first radio show devoted to diving
2: the worldwide scuba radio network Ula. You'll hear that a lot when you visit Fiji. It's more than a greeting. It's the spirit of this friendly country. With 333 islands, white sand beaches, and year-round tropical warmth, it's hard not to feel happy at this exceptional dive destination known as the soft coral capital of the world. Fiji Airways has a modern fleet of aircraft to take you to Fiji in style and at great prices. Contact your travel agent now or go to FijiAirways.com and plan your Fijian dive adventure. That's FijiAirways.com
4: However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit Explorer Ventures
2: Or, stay a loser. <laughs> Scoop-o-radio.
1: Scoop-O-Radio. Scoop-O-Radio. Prepare to Rick!
0: Your surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Are
4: you ready to get your groove on? Yes. All right,
1: let's get started. This thing I love can't hold a candle to it. This thing I love I must get down to it, I'm so ready Cause diving is the thing I love You sound really pretty There goes that lady And now you're out of control She likes scuba radio, but I think I'm going crazy What the hell is that? Cause the only time I see her is when I get my dive gear wet Was that a mermaid? So far, this is not blowing my skirt up, Jeff We gotta stay cool Relax For a dip Shut up We tanked on our backs To beat the oh. heat Cause oh. we like Come on Greg the dive master On the mic We're so ready Ready, Greggy Cause diving is a thing we love Oh, that is so gnarly This thing This thing I love I love It ties We baby. If you're doing it right Whale sings Ooh. Shark dies Ooh. You might see Cool looking jelly diving is the thing i love yeah. i suspect diving is the thing i love Let yeah. yeah, you have some diving is the thing i love yeah, Issues. Is. diving is the thing i love yeah, yeah work out diving is the thing i
4: love i like that song Woo! this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving i am greg the dive master and what a special treat right now we have jerry Beatty live from the island of yap and he's with us on Scuba Radio right now. Hey, uh, Jerry, how you doing, buddy? What's going on?
3: I'm doing great, man. I mean I mean yap. Yeah, what can I say? I
4: know. Where the hell is Yap? Well, let's cl- <laughs> let's clarify that first off. Where is it?
3: You know, I get I get asked that about every time I tell somebody that I haven't seen before that I I'm going to Yap, they go, What's a Yap? <laughs> right. But, uh you know what are we six hundred miles south of uh Guam? five, five, five fifty
4: Okay, about 550 miles from Guam, which, uh, yeah, that'd be another story. Where the hell is Guam? But it's way out there in the Pacific. <laughs> we
6: 200, 250 yeah. miles north of Palau.
4: Okay. And right.
6: about 700 miles east of the Philippines.
4: Got it. All right, so we have Jerry Beatty. We have Bill Aker, who is the man behind the madness there on the island of Yapne. And, Bill, you pretty much started uh, diving there uh, and put it on the map as far as the diving world, didn't you? Because you've been doing this for, I don't know, how many years?
6: Well, I started in 1986, and, yes, I was the first dive operation here. I found all the dive sites, and, yes, it all came from me.
4: There you go. For better or worse. You know, I I didn't know where YAP was exactly, but I had been hearing about YAP for many, many years. I know it's one of the most – uh, memorable places on the planet for our buddy, Jerry Beatty, and he holds a lot of clout when it comes to dive sites, being as much travel, uh, especially dive travel, around the world he's done. Uh, what about uh, the island of Yap that you like so much there, Jerry Beatty? What is it?
3: It's real. It's yeah. not uh, you step off the airplane, you see ladies with lays on and topless oh. and breathing. What? Hold on. Ho, ho,
4: ho. Slow down now. <laughs> Wait a minute. That that still doesn't happen today, does it?
3: Well, it does, and it's not a <laughs> bunch of ladies hired by the tourist board. It's the real deal. The culture really? here is still the same. It wow. goes back. I don't know what Bill, hundreds of years, thousands, thousands of years, yeah. and it just it's still here. We got stone money. Now, have you heard of that?
4: Uh, I have heard of the stone money. Yeah, so it's real big. Doesn't quite fit in your pocket, kind of stuff. Or yeah, no?
3: yeah it doesn't quite fit. You gotta <laughs> kind of have a. About a half acre to call it a bank. Wow! That's, All right, that's kind of your wallet. So
4: when you go to Yap, it's like stepping back in time—the uh, old South Pacific. Is that a, a is. good description? Wow! Yeah, it okay. is.
3: It is. In fact, there was a movie about Yap back in uh, the 30s. I think it was maybe it was the 40s. Uh, called His Majesty O'Keefe, and it was yeah. about a guy who came during before World War II and started. What was it? He was shipping over.
6: Well, he was. He had a, tri- a, a triangular trade between Hong Kong, Palau, and Yap, and yeah. back. And he would bring trade goods out of Hong Kong uh, or Shanghai. I'm not sure exactly where he was in Asia, but in, in China. Mm-hmm. And he would come to Palau, and he would trade goods, and he would pick up sea cucumbers from them. And he would pick up stone money that the Yapies were quarrying in Palau. And they used to traditionally bring them up by sailing canoes, but he had a ship so they could get bigger ones and it was a great deal so he would bring the stone money to yap and trade that for copra dried coconut and then he would go back to china and and take the sea cucumbers and the copra to china and get more trade goods and just keep this route going so
3: so he was a wheeler dealer way back then they made a movie about it and uh you gotta you gotta look it up sometime on prime okay majesty and the island he was working on we're looking at it right now across the bay from the resort. So it's a real deal.
4: So the Magic uh, Majesty O'Keefe, is that what he said? His
3: Majesty O'Keefe, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a Burt Lancaster movie, so it's kind of dated. But it, it, it gives you an idea, although we're going to confess it was filmed in Fiji.
4: Well, okay. Well, that's fine. It's, that's it's very right. South Pacific and the same type of vibe. I, I mean, just exactly. by saying that, I mean, you have the same kind of geography with all the palm trees and the coconut trees and uh, sand beaches. It's it's very tropical in that sense. Is that right, Bill?
6: Yes, absolutely. We're, we're 900 miles uh, north of the equator. Yeah. We are tropical. Yeah.
4: Well so is that what drew you to Yap uh, back in the 80s uh, to start this dive operation how did it end up that you you don't look like a local I'm looking at him on the close you know circuit <laughs> video he looks like a, you know not much different than me or Jerry so I'm guessing you're a transplant or an expat what is it
3: yeah this is a great
6: story I'm yeah. texting through and through <laughs> okay. and uh, after after college I graduated college in 1975 and if everybody, if you remember, that was right in the middle of affirmative action. And a white male with a, biz, a bachelor's degree in business just almost couldn't get hired. And <laughs> Finally, I ended up working for Sanger Harris, running a men's clothing department, and three-piece suits and all of this. And one day I was walking around downtown Dallas, and I saw a Peace Corps office. And so I just dropped in, like going to the National Geographic office or something. I was just killing time. And yeah. I learned... About the Peace Corps, that you could sign up and it's not you don't get drafted. They'll send you, choose where you want to go. You'll choose what job they have. Hmm. And hmm. it's a two-year commitment. And if you don't like it, you can quit. So I said, yeah, I'll put my name in. And you're supposed to give three geographical areas in the world that you're willing to go to. I wrote down Pacific Island, Pacific Island, and Pacific Island.
4: <laughs> okay. That sounds like and- you narrowed it down for him a little. Yeah,
6: yeah, I did. And they kept sending me <laughs> offers to go to Africa because I had a business degree and I grew up on a ranch. And so agribusiness was the big thing in those days in Africa. This is in, in the mid-70s. Mm-hmm. And one day they had a job in Yap and a job in Tonga. And I knew nothing about either one of them, but I knew they were both islands and I was interested. And Tonga was to run a fishing co-op and Yap was to run a five-year economic development plan. Hmm. So I thought, well, two years and come home writing a five-year plan would be a lot better on the resume than cutting heads off a fish so i chose yap
4: he chose yap and the rest is history and now bill Aker has the the big dive operation there on this amazing south pacific island we got to get to the diving we're going to talk about that and then some next uh with these guys on the world's first radio show devoted to diving
5: what do you do, me?
8: I'm a diver.
5: What do you dive for?
8: I'm a thing for order
5: <laughs> Oh, then you've come to the right place.
8: Far from the frenzy of the frantic,
5: frantic world, world
8: above done. To beneath the blue Could even fall in love Bobbing, Bobbing along, along, singing a song Of the bottom of the beautiful briny, briny Shimmery, shiny, beautiful, beautiful briny, briny
0: sea
1: <laughs>
4: This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, and I am connected to the island of Yap, where Jerry Beatty and Bill Aker are hanging out. These uh, guys have been diving together for years, and Bill uh, and uh, Jerry are spending some quality time catching up, I assume. That's what you're doing on the island uh, there. You've been telling me about this trip for at least six months now, Jerry. Isn't that true? What do you think?
3: Oh, it's been planned for a while. I I haven't been here You know, the pandemic knocked out a couple of trips I was going to make. So, you know, something I was really looking forward to for a long time. And you're right. We're having a great time together.
4: I bet. I bet. Catching up uh, old friends is always a good time. And I don't know, maybe maybe I, I definitely got to add this to the list. Actually, it's been on the list for some time. I've talked about going to the island with Jerry because he's raved about this island over uh, over the years to me there, Bill. So, you know, we kind of covered how you kind of, you know, ended up on the island for a two-year run with the Peace Corps that obviously ended up a little bit more extended than two years. So uh, what, what was it that kept you on the island of Yap? Was it a pretty lady?
6: Well, I actually, after my two years in the Peace Corps, it Yap, I loved it. I loved the climate. I loved the people. I loved everything about the islands. But it was just too remote. Yeah. And, I mean, there was no – obviously, the Internet didn't exist then. We didn't even have a telephone. Well, you had stone money, though. The only way to <laughs> call home was to buy radio patch. And so I yeah. went to graduate school in Hawaii.
5: Oh, and okay. when I
6: was finishing school, somebody asked me if I would come back here for one year to run the port for them. Hmm. While they looked for a, a permanent manager, I was just going to be temporary for a year running the port. So I came back and did that for 14 years. Yeah, my one year in YAP to run the port just hasn't ended yet. I got <laughs> you.
4: I was going to say, you know, like one year in YAP time might be 15 years in regular time kind of thing. Things slowed yeah, down just a tad.
6: Dog, dog life. Yeah. Like a dog life. You know, like Jimmy Buffett says, changes in attitude, changes in latitude. Yes.
4: Yeah. Has he been there? I, I would. This, <laughs> sound, this sounds like one of those islands that Jimmy Buffett probably would go and, and be inspired to write a book or well, a song. I bet
6: if he knew about it and if I could talk to him, he would love to.
4: Yeah. Well, I have no we, doubt about um, it.
6: All of my kids know every word to every one of his songs and so so does all the staff on the bar at the bar at night. Happy hour.
4: <laughs> well, that's kind of the law in a lot of islands in the Pacific or I the Caribbean so. for that matter. But uh let's talk about the diving. So what was it that drew your attention to uh what was below the surface and uh running a dive operation on the island of Yap, Bill? What do you think?
6: Well, it's it's a bit of a long story. Um I ran the port, as I told you, and part of that, we expanded, and I had an oxygen and acetylene plant, and this gigantic compressor to make oxygen for the hospital and for welding. And one day, an Australian Navy ship was here, and they had Navy divers on it, and they saw this big compressor, and they said, can you fill scuba tanks? And I said, well, I don't know anything about it. And they said, well, if you don't mind, we'll set you up, and and we'll... Get it set so you can fill scuba tanks off of your oxygen compressor. Hmm. So we did that, and uh, we've started going out with the the some of the staff spearfishing and on scuba. This, yeah. Now again, this is in the this is in 1980. <laughs> right. Um, we didn't know any better, so we're we're fishing and barbecuing and and having a good time. And we had a tugboat that um, we dredged sand for another operation for concrete
1: mm-hmm.
6: and so we would take the tugboat and a bunch of beer and go out on weekends and and fish and barbecue off of the tugboat and um one day i decided to you know that well and people i'm sorry i missed miss going on here missing the story um some guests from palau would wander through that By accident, they would hear that we are out diving, and they said, can we join you? I said, of course, why not? So this went on for a few months, and a few people would join us. And then I got the idea, wait a minute. If we started a dive shop, we could charge these people for diving, and then that would pay for beer money for us on the weekend.
4: Well, there you go.
6: That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) divers started with beer money in 1986. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, I can see. I mean, you guys were probably having a ball, and people saw it that you were having a ball, like, hey, we want to have a ball, too. What are they doing? Absolutely. And, and
6: uh, that's we'll what it's all how. about and it's still about today. It's, it's all yeah. personal. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. one person at a time. Yeah. You know, every guest that's here is our personal guest, and we treat them individually, and, and we have a ball. It's
4: well, I weekend. have no <laughs> doubt about it. I, uh, you know, so on the island of Yap, obviously, uh, you have uh, a resort there. And and how many uh, rooms and things, or how many people can you accommodate at any particular time? And yeah. Well,
6: we have 36 rooms. Okay. Each of the rooms either have two queen-size beds, or a few of them have one king-size bed. So basically 70 divers. Okay. We have eight dive boats.
4: Eight. Wow. So you can take them out or stagger them however you see fit. And I know one of the things I I hear about uh, constantly for uh, as far as the diving attractions in Yap is the manta rays. That's what
3: that's you what know, you're kind
4: of known for in YAP, isn't it? Isn't that right?
3: It, you know, I'm going to jump in here. Yes, it is. And yeah. with the resort being named Manaray Ray Bay, you kind of get well, an yeah. idea right off <laughs> right. the bat. Exactly. Uh-huh. But it is so much more. The, the, he's got a shark dive uh, at a dive spot called Vertigo, and it's as good as any shark dive you'll ever see. It's as good as what you see at Stewart Cove yeah. or anywhere around yeah. the world. There's just a massive amount of sharks. Wow, And he's just got all different kinds of species. So manas are definitely there and everybody wants to see them, but there's just so much more.
4: That's right. Yeah. It's Bill Akers, Manta Ray Bay, uh, dive operation there on the Island of Yap. And uh, so I, do you have a favorite dive site yourself, Bill, that you kind of pioneered uh, over the years that you've, you know, and you bring your friends to, or, or do you keep those special uh, spots to yourself now?
6: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Anything I do, I'm very willing to share with anybody. There you, but there you go. My favorite dive site uh, is Yap yeah, Caverns. Yeah, it's on the yeah. right on the southern tip of the island, and there's currents coming down both sides of the island, and uh, just a lot of marine life off of that tip because of how the currents meet. Mm-hmm. And in the caverns, you have everything. We see pilot whales, dolphins, wow. marlin, humphead wrasse, uh, mating octopus, leaf fish. Uh, you name uh, it, you got of, it, kind of thing. Yeah, there. that yeah. particular site, and, and of course yeah. the mantas are special. But if you've been, I, I've got more than four thousand manta dives, and I've seen basically anything they're going to do for right. me personally. Yeah. So that's why the caverns—you never know. The mantas, you kind of know what you're, what you're going. So to. there's
4: a special spot that the mantas frequent, and you guys uh, take uh, divers there regularly. Is that it? Are yes. like a cleaning yes. station cleaning kind of thing. Stations, yeah,
6: they're cleaning stations on both sides of the island, and the mantas migrate from one side to the other. They're always on the leeward side of the island. So mm-hmm. right now, they're on the eastern side of the island, and um, at those cleaning stations. And then in November they will start migrating back, and they'll be on the western side. December through May.
4: Well, there you go. So that's obviously a big draw. But then you. Yeah, surprise everybody once they get there and say, look at all this other stuff. And they're just like, awestruck. Is that kind of what You're you get? You're guessing correctly. Okay, that's what I figure. And the food is pretty good. You look pretty satisfied in the closed circuit video <laughs> there, Jerry Beatty.
3: Hadn't lost any weight, Greg.
4: <laughs> well, that's a sign of a good dive vacation right there.
6: Well, we so. also have an award-winning brewery.
4: Okay.
6: Oh, my gosh.
4: I was already sold, Bill. And uh, I think you you just uh, threw uh, the you know, the door wide open for the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad to plan a visit to Yap here in the coming months with that little tidbit.
6: Wouldn't it be fantastic to set on Manu our pirate ship with a cold beer and do a scuba radio segment?
4: I think uh, we got to add that one to the list. Yeah, they got a pirate ship in the front of the dive shop. All right, so the website for people that want to go see you is what? manta
6: ray.com.
4: Manta ray.com. There you go. Well, Bill Aker, Jerry Beatty, a pleasure catching up with you live from Yap. Thank you for being on scuba radio today. Good stuff. And hopefully we'll be there together, sipping a beer on a pirate ship in the future. Sounds good. I look forward to it. we got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving.
0: This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Your surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive,
4: dive, dive. The Trident.
1: Poseidon, the god of the oceans, weapon of choice. Ancient mermen used to use this weapon in battle to fight against crustacean armies and all the shrimps and jellyfish in the sea. I often come out here to this abandoned cement factory to harness his power, learn his secrets, think about life.
8: What you know about rolling down in the deep? When your brain goes numb,
2: you can call that mental freeze. When these people talk too much, put that. Sh- in slow motion yeah i feel like an astronaut in the
4: ocean this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving all right i am greg the Dive master and cj and jerry the diver guy are back in the studio with me uh fresh from diving in south florida here to come uh you know they, they wanted to come back into the studio and literally say it to my face go ahead suck, suck it loser. loser yeah because they just went diving uh, with south florida dining headquarters is that what it said on facebook South florida dining yeah that's what your facebook page uh said no, jerry not mine yeah it did no it said south florida dining headquarters
7: <laughs> it's that uh, was later
4: no it was yeah you posted it later at night I after your dive
8: i didn't post it
4: that's what i saw and i
8: i corrected you I posted nothing i said that wasn't po- mine
7: was it no it was it the was, picture but was it my YouTube, post or his, did that, he that post? That was CJ's no. post.
8: I did not post
7: It looked, I thought it was
4: Jerry's Is that why you said wet
7: part. fingers? Because yes. I didn't understand what that meant. Yeah, you you
4: posted uh, the picture of you and Jerry, two guys on well, a boat. I, can't,
7: I didn't have my, my glasses, so I couldn't see.
4: Well, and you should never post when your fingers are wet. They weren't wet. They were wet noodles is what they, they were. were not wet and it when came I out South Florida knows. Dining Headquarters. Later. As opposed to uh, South Florida Diving Headquarters, which is what you were doing, you were diving.
7: Oh, that wasn't my post. Well, there you go. So you're the Thanks loser. Thanks for uh, letting me know, and then I could fix it. Well, Appreciate I did. That That's, I. You see my reply. No, you said wet fingers. You didn't. You should have no, called I, me or texted me privately line? and go, "Hey, man, there's a typo." Why, why would I you do that? You look like an ass. Hold on. Why would I do that privately? Because you would have my back
4: when I could publicly hum- humiliate you.
7: How is this public?
4: Uh, on Facebook, well, I did. for the four of us. No, on Facebook. I, I, I put it on there. Like, you see the line before it. Well,
7: all right. Joke's on you because what? I just fixed it, and now your comment will make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Barry got it, uh, well, at least
4: before it was that, fixed.
7: Yeah. That was the Jet to Road new
3: upgrade to the dive experience. Not yeah. only do you dive, but then he takes you to dying. Shut
8: up, Barry. Not okay. true. All
4: right. If you say so. Shut
8: up, Jerry. You're jealous, Barry. Yeah, but
4: SouthFloridaDiving.com. No, give him props. Uh, they were
7: awesome we had a great awesome. time yeah so you were,
4: you were on the black pearl of course in Arr. pompano Arr. beach so yep. give us an update on the conditions i mean i am jelly uh because you guys did get to go diving i couldn't go with you there I was a
7: little surface current but it yeah. wasn't bad okay That's um, not, that sounds all right it, Viz was not the best but it was okay really
4: i'm surprised why why was the viz down do you know? I think Did it was they say?
7: after Jerry jumped in. but yeah. Ah, yeah.
4: okay. Oh, <laughs> when I first jumped in, I was War fine. Warhammer... What? So, what the, wait a minute! Hold on! What is what is that supposed to mean? Means a big old turd. <laughs> really? You were diving with the brown trout, were you?
8: No, I'm kidding. Oh, he was. the oh, tsunami. He was yeah. the brown. Trout. What, you
4: guys stop uh, stop off on? Uh, you know, a Taco Bell Taco, on the way to the dive. A large punami Oh okay. no 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 no. All right. Well, like anyway, that. so the it was just churned up for whatever reason. You don't little know bit. It wasn't yeah. bad. It wasn't horrible.
7: It
8: was yeah. probably 30, 40 foot. You right.
4: Okay, but you were on the Copenhagen
7: rec site in Yeah, Pompano. we did Copenhagen. Yeah. Copenhagen. 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 We did <laughs> the Copenhagen. I'm sober, I swear. He's uh, drunk. I doubt it. We did the Copenhagen first, and mm-hmm. then we did the nursery, and it was very chill. Yeah. Uh, we we're paired up, and now, this is the scary part. Jerry and I were the uh, elder expert divers. Paired, what? Paired up with two newbies. Oh yeah. God, help them! Because once they found out who we were, then they were like, "Let us off this they were boat!" Like, Would oh you crap, mind? we've already left the dock. Diving with this guy Dan and his eleven-year-old son Max. Yeah, and they were down from New York, and we were sitting next to him. And she's like, "Will you dive with them?" I was like, "Try to keep up, kids." Yeah, and it was fine. Did they did, did they good. come back to the boat with you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it all worked out well because I stuck with them. Oh, you did. I it- was the flag man the first dive, and then Jerry graciously grabbed the flag um, part, in the beginning of our second dive. So and yeah. said, I'll take it. I was like, thank you. Okay. And then we just chilled. And, and they all ventured away from me. No, we didn't. I was oh, constantly here we go. looking yeah. back. Here you, we go again. I was constantly is this looking to be, make sure where you were.
4: Is this going to be one of those stories, really, CJ? Yeah,
7: no, nah, he they was ventured
4: fine. away. What do you mean they ventured away? They, they run off and left me. I was going really Hell, slow. I was
8: just floating. No, wait, wait hold on, hold on
4: they they They'd run
8: up and leave me they left
4: you when you were holding the flag oh, yeah. or oh so on the oh, first yeah. dive you separated from cj yeah, and the rest of i'm him.
7: literally maybe uh-huh. 10 yards ahead of him if right. that's separated okay and constantly checking where he is yeah we're gonna have to come up uh with a I new alter ego bitches. i was like hurry up jerry what the f-?
8: yeah we had 50 minutes to make a dive
4: well, so why did you lose the guy there? with? The, why did you oh. lose CJ if he had the flag? You're supposed to follow the man I with didn't the flag. Lose him. Well, you just said uh, they that, they left you. That I was I
8: had the flag when they left me.
4: No, hold on. He's talking CJ. about the second
7: dive. Yeah. Oh,
4: well, okay. Come did, on,
8: Greg, get with the thing. You just here.
4: said it was the first dive. Did he leave you on the first dive? cj a little a little okay so he didn't stay (laughs) close to you on the first dive.
8: so on the second dive i would be taking pictures and they would keep on cruising on and i would just do my pictures and go on he was taking
7: pictures okay
4: he was taking pictures of of uh critters and things like that i assume okay but so on the second dive you were given the flag here's a rock Here's but, another well, wait, rock. Wait, wait we got to. I want to make sure I understand this story correctly because it sounds like there's been another uh, mishap. No, you're making underwater. Something out of
7: nothing. No, yeah, you're fine. Well, you nothing.
4: just said they they. So, Jerry, did they leave you when you were carrying were, the flag on the were, second try? To and to so they, they lost you. Show. So they did lost. they? Did they find you eventually, or did they go to the surface? And yeah, have they, to, they, they
8: they searched it for hours for me. Oh,
4: jeez i'm trying to get some kind of moral you know knowledge nugget out of this uh you know no
8: gregory they did not leave me
4: okay well i didn't say they left you did they find you
7: underwater or did they never needed to find him we we, he was always just a little behind i I left
8: their asses there greg (laughs) they're still there floating around
4: okay so so you guys never did separate no
7: not
8: really no.
4: okay well then why did you say you did at the beginning of this conversation i didn't
7: i never said that
4: because i wanted to say you lost he said he he didn't uh you didn't stay with him I that's said what he a said a little meaning
7: yeah. sometimes i'd turn around where's jerry and oh there he is okay
4: well that's acceptable
7: yeah yeah
4: all right but like you guys I said you sound a little like you he yeah, left I'm cj he left your group or you left him when he, he looked like a
7: bad diver. The, the, the new divers Are you guys, were a uh, little overexcited. It so sounds,
4: sounds like you're doing a little CYA. They were kind of following
7: kind of me, and I would tend to be in the front a little bit. And yep. they were kind of like right on me because they're new and excited. And right. I was going
4: to say, that would be so a Jerry, very
7: bad you, move. Jerry kind of chilled a little behind us with the flag. That's all. Let, let's okay. just
8: say that you was not going to lose those two. I wasn't flying,
7: though. I was just I was were
4: Used no better
7: not going to lose those two i mean i could if i wanted to but i didn't no. want to leave they, them hanging. they were stuck to you like glue well as they should i was the shark and they were the remora hey heads okay. off to that
8: that little 11 year old though He he wanted to see the sharks yeah yeah did you see
4: any
7: no, no.
8: oh what about lobster?
4: I was, was looking. I was of, hoping
7: we'd at least see, you know, a couple nurse sharks for
4: them. Well, okay. Well, it's first day of uh, the regular lobster season in Florida. What about that? Did
8: Zero. You, what? Yes, I seen two. One massive. You seen them? Yes, I seen them. Oh, I can't oh, corroborate bad, bad,
6: that. Bad What
4: did you see? Were they big? Were uh, they uh, eggers? The one,
8: were, one. was huge. Yeah. It was, but unfortunately, it was uh, all. Well, it was what. It was on the Copenhagen. Yeah, okay, you can't get it. So Why? It's a protected, protected area.
4: Mine? What? That yeah, was no our dive briefing. That's what is they said. Is? Seriously,
8: I
7: it didn't is, know it is a that's protected area. That's what area. they said in the briefing. Yeah, really. Well, you you're cannot, not allowed to catch
4: a lobsters on right. the Copenhagen. You cannot rib.
8: harvest any lobster, fish, or anything on it. Hmm. Oh. Okay. oh. Oh, yeah, Barry the bugger, to he's away. gone. No, Got <laughs> to
4: yeah, mark that one off the list. I didn't know that.
8: marker. All right. Well,
4: uh, we're going to continue this conversation in an hour two because these guys are riled up. They just came out of the water pretty much, so we'll cover that and have uh, maybe Mermaid, Kristen, Casey, the Tobacco Nut, the whole crew, Scuba Radio, Scuba Squad, an hour two. Stay close to the world's first radio show devoted to diving.
2: If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scooter Radio.